This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 107. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. It's another cold, wet, windy morning here in London. And welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Great to have you here. Sometimes I wonder, you know, why do I live in this country? But I know why it is, because it's super cool and there's so much going on. Uh, Language-wise as well, it's such a great place to be. We've got the Polyglot Pub, which is my monthly event for language learners here in London. Um, go to Facebook and search for Polyglot Pub if you want to join. Totally free. And we've got loads of other things as well. So come to London, it's, <laughs> it's super cool. Anyway, I've started recently... Uh, doing some more live video calls as I'm walking around London talking about languages. And I'm using an app called Periscope for that. So if you would like to join me live on video for my walks around London, you can go to, uh, you got to go and download the Periscope app. You can get it for Android or iPhone. Um, and Periscope, that's P-E-R-I-S-C-O-P-E. Download the Periscope app and search for Ollie Richards and you will find me and you will, yeah, you'll see, you'll see where I walk every day and get some language tips from me live at different points throughout the day. I would like to thank the sponsors of the show without whom I would not be able to get anywhere near as much language practice as I do. And it's italki, one of the best providers of language teachers out there. And if you'd like to get a free lesson from them, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into today's question from Mario. Hello, Ollie. I'm Mario from Mexico, and thank you for your tips you give to us. I want to be sure of my own English level, and I want to choose an English exam to do that, but I'm not sure what to pick out. In my country, almost everybody takes the TAIC. Students take the TAFO. Some other guys take the ballots. And another guy told me that IELTS is the exam I must take. I can't take all of them. How can I choose the best one for me? Is there a point of view, a criteria, or a guide to do it? Uh, thanks again, and take care. Bye. Okay, Manuel, thank you very much for a cool question. And it's, I like this because we haven't talked much about exams. And yet, certainly for English learners around the world, you know, exams are a big thing. You know, They affect sometimes whether you can get into immigrate to another country, whether you can get into university, it's a big, big deal. But also, for those of you guys who aren't learning English, who are learning other languages, there are also very, very big institutional exams, which lots of you take. You know, for example, there's the, the DELE for Spanish, there's the, the JLPT for Japanese, and a lot of people really do think carefully about it, about exams. So it's a great question. So Manuel's basic problem is, well, he wants to take an English exam, but how does he choose? There are so many out there. You've got TOEIC, IELTS, BULATS, and so on and so forth. And new ones cropping up all the time. In fact, you know, I, I know quite a lot about this because I, many years ago, I used to be an IELTS examiner. Now, IELTS is the in International English Language Testing System. It's a very, very good test, and uh, I used to be an examiner for them. So, um, in fact, I'm not sure I'm, I'm allowed to say that, actually. I think they have some kind of rule where you're not supposed Anyway, I don't do it anymore, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm very familiar with this. Now, you've got out there some... Good exams and some not so good exams. And in my, um, in my opinion, most language exams out there are crap. Excuse my language. They are, because here's the thing. You have, there's a very, exa examination is a very difficult, complex area. And when I first did my initial um, teacher training, I remember my, my trainer told me, 
he said to the group, listen, guys, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Whatever you do, never, ever get it, get involved in examination because it's so hard. Uh, very difficult to create, um, to create tests and exams that have integrity um, and are, you know, wh- whose construct, whose construction is, is, is totally valid. It's very, very difficult to do. And you are, you open yourself up for criticism. Well, anyway, suffice it to say, it's a very, very complex area. But on a practical level, there are some things that are easy to test and some things that are not. For example, it's quite easy to test someone's listening skills because you can give them a multiple choice question and then get a computer to analyze the results. But if you want to test someone's speaking or someone's writing, you have to have a human being there who can mark it, especially in speak with speaking. It has to be done in real time. And with those, when you start to have a speaking and a writing component in an exam, what happens then is the cost goes up dramatically. And so a lot of a lot of tests out there, like the TOEIC, for example, um, they actually, tr- because they want to be very widespread, they don't have a speaking component. Now, the, this might have changed in recent years. So, I, you know, TOEIC might have a speaking now, but it never used to. And similarly with the JLPT, the Nihongo no Ryokushiken, um, has no speaking components. Or at least it didn't when I was taking it. And so you've got these these big exams out there who are, that are not testing your speaking. And so, you know, there are, you've got to ask yourself, well, what's the point of doing those exams? You know, one question is, are they valid? Do they give you accurate results? Another question is, um, you know, are they, are they really worth doing in the first place? Uh, there are other problems. An exam like TOEIC, for example, the way to pass TOEIC is by memorizing massive amounts of vocabulary. You don't have to be able to speak the language or communicate, despite the fact it builds itself as a, you know, a communication um, exam, you can get a very high mark, you know, 800, 900 in the test by just memorizing large amounts of vocabulary. So it's, uh, you know, in my view, it's not fit for purpose. Um, there are some great exams though. IELTS, I think, is a fantastic exam because there's nowhere to hide with IELTS. You, you get tested across the four skills. Um, you get graded and the grading criteria, I know this because I was an examiner for years, uh, the grading criteria are extremely well written and um, and they are very strict with those as regular training for examiners. And yeah, I, I think in my view, from what I've seen, IELTS is definitely one of the best English language tests out there. Again, for Spanish, I've seen the DELE. I was, I was contemplating at one point taking the C2 um, DELE exam. I didn't, they didn't have one at the time, actually. It was just the C1. But I had a look at the test and I thought it was pretty good, although I didn't look at it in too much detail. But here's the thing, Manuel. The question is for you, are you do you want to take this exam for fun or for another purpose, such as your career or to get into university or to emigrate to another country? That's the question you've got to answer. Because if it's for fun, then just do whatever exam you prefer. And I would recommend IELTS because it's it's a good exam, you'll learn tons. If it's for another reason, such as your career or for you to get into a university, then you have to do something very, very specific, which is to go to your employer or to your to the university you want to get into and ask them about their criteria because they will tell you what they accept. Lots of universities in the UK or Australia, for example, they will only accept IELTS. So if you want to go into 
you want to get into university in the UK, for example, you have to have IELTS band 6.5 or 7, depending on the, or sometimes 5, depends on, on the degree that you want to do. Uh, but, you know, UK universities are very, very clear. You need to, you need to have um, IELTS. So I don't know what your situation is, man. You're, you're going to have to think about what it is exactly that you want it for. And if it's for a specific reason, then go and go and speak to those people, ask them what they need, ask them what they require. And that will tell you, you know, not ask them what exam they accept and also what level or what band or what grade they need you to have in order to be accepted. Right, that's what that's what you need to do. It's very very straightforward. Again, if it's something that you want to do for fun, then you know think about what it is that you want. You know, do you want to improve your speaking? Do you want to be- become more academic in English? Do you want to, um, you know, what is it that you would like to get from this experience? For foreign languages, um, for example, um, you know, for someone who's looking to improve their someone who's living in Japan, learning Japanese, wants to become better at speaking. You know, should you take the JLPT? I say it's a complete waste of time. It doesn't even test your speaking. Uh, if you are, if you're learning Spanish and you want to improve your grammar, then the DELE will be a great exam to take because they are very, um, they're very, they have include lots of stuff on Spanish grammar. So do you see, like there are, um, there's all so so many different criteria to take into account. But it all starts with you, and it all starts with. Um, with what it is, you know, your aim, what it is that you are are trying to achieve. So I hope that's helpful, Manuel. Um, go ahead and uh, if you'd like to leave a comment on the blog post, on the on the show notes to this, and let us know what it is that you're trying to do, what you want to achieve. Then I'll we can maybe people can come in and give you a bit of advice on that. I know there's lots of English teachers and English language experts that listen to this podcast, so they might be able to help you out. If you'd like to do that, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 107. All right, so if you would like to ask me a question, you can do it right now from your phone, from your computer, wherever you are. Simply go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask, and there will be this cool little thing that you can press, and it will, it will uh, you can record your voice, which is really, really cool. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a top, with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show, and I found a great guide to English exams. So if you would like to know all of the English language exams out there, what they include, what they're good for, then I've got the best blog post for you. You're going to love this because it's going to just give you everything in one place. Fantastic guide to exams. And I'll put that in the show notes. So go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 107 to check that out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. Oh, and don't forget to look up Get Periscope. Get Periscope and search for Ollie Richards and I'll see you on my walks around London. Just go to the App Store or Google Play or whatever it is that you use. Search for Periscope, download the app and then come and follow me and I'll see you later today, actually. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a Periscope later today. So I'd love to see you there. It's li- it's really cool. It's live video. you know, So you can see me walking around and you can type in questions and um, and I can see those questions live so we can kind of have a chat live on air. And actually, that worked some, <laughs> for for better or for worse, actually, because on the on the scope I was doing yesterday, there was some guy leaving some obscenely rude comments. So I had to ban him from the t- from the talk. That was quite funny. So apologies to anyone who was listening to that who was offended or shocked or otherwise disturbed by that. But nevertheless, it's mostly clean. <laughs> so I'd love to see you there. Come and uh, yeah, download the app Periscope, and I'll see you on my walks around London. 
Thanks very much for listening, guys. Sorry for the rambling. I'm trying to cut down on it, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.